Welcome to the Platform Podcast. On this show, we're trying to educate you about the American college system. We're going to be having college coaches and student athletes joining us, talking about the experiences in America, and hopefully by the end of the show, you would have taken away some amazing information. Enjoy. Here we are. Well, it's great to see you, man. It's been a long time since I've seen you on camera. How's things? All is good. All is good. I moved to San Antonio Thursday. Nice. So it's like, you know, you can do a lot virtually, but uh, getting feet on the ground is uh, the next step. And we're, we're crazy busy. Like it's a complete rebuild here, but in the best possible way, like the city, the school, the resources, like it's, uh, you know, it's a, you know me, I love to build. So it's right oh, up my totally. alley. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Well, I've been excited about this talk because a, I've known you for a long time and, um, you know, it's been great connecting with you over, over the last like five years yeah. and B, I mean, you've, you know, a lot of mutual friends and you had some experience here in New Zealand, aren't you? You, you were from Wellington. Is that right? Yeah, no, I've got family living down in Wellington and yeah. Littleton and then obviously spent a little bit of time with Mr. Statham a, a few <laughs> years ago. So I have some contacts in Kiwi tennis and I've had a few decent players in the past from there so i want to keep that pipeline going as long as we can ruben statham is a legend mate like he's uh he's he's still kicking kicking along and um getting some amazing wins it's great to see yeah is he helping your brother out some he is he is he's him and my brother are good friends and um i believe ruben is in australia at the moment i was just yeah. watching one of his instagram stories with some laser on his racket penciling in yeah, i saw name. that actually i saw that yesterday i don't know what he's doing but uh <laughs> yeah it's probably the new pro stringer thing honestly yeah literally he's always he's always innovating it's great but um look it's great to have you on here tom um what i'm trying to do is educate athletes about the college system and been interviewing yeah. a bunch of coaches and you know i've been really excited about this interview just because of the amount of experience you're going to bring to the table here um, for those that will be watching this, um, I've known Coach Rees now, as I said earlier, for quite a while. Um, I believe we first connected when you were at Lenore Rhyme University, Division 2. Yeah. And yeah. Um, you were actually working with, the, there was a Kiwi on your roster, wasn't there? Yeah, I had a couple of Kiwis down there. They were um, key pieces in our success there. William Hewitt, he ended up being the captain and the energy bus for us. On the men's side, I had Emily Merchland on the women's side who uh, grunted and bunted and hustled her way to some really key wins for us down like in the three to five range. So, yeah, it was really fun to have them on the team. And I think that Kiwis are always humble and hardworking and they enjoy being part of a team. Oh, absolutely, man. I mean, we're, we're amazing down here, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but look, it's, it's great to have you here because um, you obviously worked as well before you moved, before we get into Incarnate Word, you had some time at um, Kansas State University, big Division One program. Um, I think you were there in 2019. Was that right? Yeah, I did two years at K-State. Obviously, two pretty turbulent years with the pandemic going on. But uh, yeah. Yeah, it's a great program up there, and we worked heavily on recruiting. Really competitive conference in the Big 12, but we were solid. I think we got top 40 a couple times. So, you know, for me, the opportunity to come and uh, take over at Incarnate Word, I love this size of school in the city, and the, uh, the opportunity to build here is something special, I think. Well, I'm excited because I don't think I've interviewed any coach from Incarnate Word before, so this is a fresh talk. I'm pumped about love this. It. So you've arrived. What's it like over there? 
Well, you know, I always tell recruits that uh, visits are pretty important because when you get your feet on the ground somewhere, you just get a gut feeling like, do I like it? Does this feel good? Can I see myself here for four years? And it's the same thing when coaches are interviewing for jobs. So, you know, I came down here probably a little over a month ago on the interview and I'd done the research on paper and looked up what the potential was, but really it's getting feet on the ground and getting a feel for it in real life. And uh, I, for me, I love this size of school uh, because it's not tiny. Like we have 10,000 enrollment and about five, 6,000 residents on campus. Right. Um, so you, it's just big enough, but you get to know everybody. Like yeah. I've been in IT and admissions and compliance already, and we can get stuff done and move things along through personal relationships. And it's the same for the students when they get here, but we get to offer a quality division one experience on top of that. So I was really blown away by the, the potential, the people uh, and the possibilities here when I interviewed and I'm excited to get this thing rolling. Plus, Amber, it doesn't hurt that we're in uh, San Antonio where the weather's glorious all year round, right? Absolutely, man. Absolutely. I've got to come and visit you uh, once, you know, I don't have to do the two week quarantine back into New Zealand. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's make it happen. For sure. So you've arrived there, you're taking over the program, which is brilliant. I'm so excited to to connect you with some of our players. But for those that are listening here, what's it like? What facilities do athletes get access to? Yeah, well, I'm sitting in my office at the moment, which is at our tennis center. And uh, we just had our courts brand new resurfaced. So we have eight outdoor here at Incarnate Word. They're right on campus. I mean, everything's walking distance, which is phenomenal. Nice. Uh, especially as internationals, they don't really have to worry about getting the car unless they really want to. Uh, we have the eight outdoor and then right across the street, I can see it from my window. I'm a big intervals guy. So we'll be getting some interval runs on the track here shortly in the fall in the Texas heat <laughs> right across to my right is the natatorium. So we get some pool workouts yeah. in as well. And then also a stone's throw away is the gym. So everything is right in our little athletic village here at UIW. Uh, and, and we, you know, we run a, we're going to run a professional program here where we'll, we'll be developing the whole athlete and not just the tennis player. And we have the facilities available to do that right on, right on our doorstep. For a student athlete listening to this, this is definitely a great program because it hasn't just got the resources, but there's a coach there that's actually worked with professional players. I mean, you were on tour for how long with Ruben? I did a summer with Ruben. We probably did 12 weeks, three months in the summer. And, uh, you know, he was floating between uh, high seeds at Futures and getting into Challengers main drawers. And uh, I think he got a top 100 win during that time, made a final of singles and doubles. But uh the summer after that i don't take any credit for his current uh rise but i traveled a little bit with marcos garone as well who's who won the ncaa's in 2014 for ucla so for me like that's good professional development right but the most important thing is that i can bring back those experiences and use it to help our student athletes understand and relate to what is at the next level if that's what they want to do or if they don't want to do that just what makes those guys and girls so good you know like and speak to the professionalism and the accountability and the discipline at that level. And, you know, those things all apply to this level too. We can take lessons from there and apply it to our day-to-day to get better as well. You've worked with people that have that are two different. You've worked with people that are college athletes, and you've also worked with people that haven't gone to college and have gone straight onto the professional tour. Why do you think college tennis is such um, a great advantage for those that want to go professional? Well, if you're looking to play pro, I think that 
it's a really difficult decision to make at 17, 18 years old. Like the obvious one is level. Like, do you have the level within three years to break into challenges, ATP qualities? You've got to be really, really good at 18 to be able to do that. I would say like, I mean, you've even seen, you know, top 10, top 20 ITF juniors choosing the college route now. And if, if call, if you're not a hundred percent sure about the level, you also have to weigh up the finances. Are you going to, do you have somebody <laughs> yeah. to back you for the first three to five years as you're yeah. trying to make this happen? Uh, it's not, it's not cheap, right? And you, you know, you can get your rackets and your shoes and your strings maybe, but where's the money coming from for the travel and the coaching, which, cause you need a team behind you to succeed at the highest level. So what we can offer in college is a professional experience where we're training you at a high level. You're getting exposed to uh, division one level competition, which is arguably similar to smaller professional tournaments. Um, and, and we cover that. Like it's a no pressure environment where you can come and develop for four years. Uh, and at the same time, broaden your horizons, mature as a person, and get secure the academic degree that's going to help you in the future too. So, you know, it's a cliche to say that you get the best of both worlds, but you really do. And uh, at Incarnate Word, and, and my philosophy is always person first. So whether I'm coaching uh, a, a true freshman in college or someone that's been on the tour for 20 years, 15 years, you know, it's all about number one is the person uh, and the environment and the culture that you're in. And if we can get get you in that and develop you and, and you buy into that culture, you're going to take your tennis to the next level. And if that means professional, then, hey, in four years, you may be ready and you can play in the summer and you can play some ITFs in the fall if you get in as well. There's just a little bit less pressure on you when you do that because you know you have this collegiate experience to support yep. you in that pursuit. Totally agree. Um there's so many college coaches with different different ways that they teach in college tennis. There are those that are like Mr. Biomechanics that like being super technical with players. And then yeah. some of them are like teaching them how to compete and like strategy. What do you bring to the table for your college athletes? How do you run things? Yeah, I think you hit the nail on the head there. There's all sorts of different styles and philosophies in college tennis. And that's part of the recruiting process, finding which players will fit your philosophy and your system and your way of doing things. And uh, I've, I coined, I haven't coined them, but my players will tell you two of the phrases that come out of my mouth the most would be trust the process and culture wins. So Love it. Uh, the number one thing that we do when you come and play for us is make sure that we establish a personal relationship and a foundation of trust with the players. So it may be weeks before we even really talk about your forehand, because when you first come here, I want to make sure that you're safe. They feel happy. They're learning their way around campus. They're making friends. They feel welcome in the team. They feel like they can be honest communicators and open communicators with their teammates and their coaches. And, and we want to let them know that our first priority and our first duty is helping them succeed as a person. Once we've established that, we can get into the nitty gritty of their tennis. And when we're yeah. talking about tennis, uh, I probably am not the world's greatest technical coach, but I want to develop mental warriors who are so confident and strong with their identity of who they are on the tennis court. And they're so confident in the patterns of play that are going to bring them the most success that we spend a lot of our time in that process of identity, uh, uncovering and discovering and development so that 
when you get on the court, you say, hey, I know exactly who I am. I know where my strengths are and I know exactly how to implement them in a match. And guess what? I'm going to be an absolute mental warrior out there too who's going to put the team on my back and give everything that I have for for my teammates and for the university on any given day. So the first thing is, is we get them in, develop a relationship and work on developing the person. Then our culture is all centered on the process and identity development, patterns of play, and uh, trying to turn you into a mental warrior. Love that. You've inspired me to come to Incarnate Words. So when can you love it? <laughs> love it. Um, so, you know, you get a lot of athletes contacting you, a lot of recruitment agencies around the world contacting about their players. For you, what sort of stands out for you when you get a CV? Is it mainly the UTR? Is it the ITF ranking? Is it something that they write on their CV with it, the coach's reference? What, what sort of stands out for you? Well, I think coaches would be lying if they said the first thing that we did is actually typed your name into a couple search bars and pulled up your results and your rankings and your rating. And that gives us an initial guideline as to roughly where your level is at, like you know, UTR is not a perfect science, but it's a guideline. If we haven't yeah. seen you play in person, there's always going to be some flexibility in there. And where that flexibility comes in is really the most important part is, is uh, we can read a long list of accomplishments on paper. I would rather get you on the phone and ask some tough questions and kind of try and find out who you are as a recruit at the core, you know, who are we getting? What type of person are we getting? Are we getting somebody that is going to be a team player? Or are we getting somebody that's going to be more focused on themselves, you know, and, and every coach is going to have their list of characteristics that they look for. So for me, it's love to see a little video, love to get a list of your results and, you know, especially results and matches that you've played at higher levels, national ITF, or maybe against players that are currently or have been in college, just to give us the best guideline of current level and possible potential. But then I want to just give me your contact info. Let's get on a phone call. Let's get to know each other, develop a relationship and see if you're somebody who we think would fit our culture. Sorry about that. No, you're good. But also, but also make sure that we're a program that you would be excited to play for and that you feel like would give you the best possible experience for four years. So for us, that's number one. You have to love tennis. Like this is a, this is a four-year program where we want you to be excited and have that attitude of gratitude every day and trust the process on the tennis courts. You got to love tennis. You got to love the battle. You got to love the grind. And number two, we got to, we got to get people in here who are willing to put the team on their back and play for something a little bit greater than themselves. So I love to dig into previous team experiences that the recruits have had, whether in tennis or other sports too. I think it's important to get that background also. And for the athletes that are listening to this and you're, and you're hearing, you know, Coach Reece saying the stuff that he's looking for, um, don't just think that you can say this in a meeting and then, you know, he's going to believe you. He's going to do his due diligence. He's going to contact people that he knows that in your environment that you're in. So, like, you know, whether the athlete that's listening to this is living in Brisbane in Australia, you know, I bet you've got contacts there that you can call. So this is something that you must be doing you know, throughout your years competing, you know, we want to, I think, I guess, am I, am I going along the right direction here, Tom? Like you you want to know what people are actually like, not just what they're saying in that interview with you. 
Yeah, one one of the key questions that I ask recruits early in the process is I want to get to know who's in their inner circle, like who are the most influential people in their life and that are going to guide them in this process. And then I'm going to try and get on the phone with all those people. And I know they're going to tell me lots of great things, but I want to try and ask the bad things. I want to know, hey, give me the things that you think this player might struggle with the most and see if that's something that we think um, we can help them develop along the way. So we definitely are going to call around a few people. It's typically uh, we love to we love to get the family member on the phone, get the coaches on the phone and talk about the game styles. And if we have other contacts in the area who may get, be able to give a neutral, unbiased opinion, we'll call them as well. Fantastic. And so at Incarnate Word, you know, you've got great facilities, et cetera. What would like sort of the perks be for scholarship wise? What gets covered athletically for them? So we're really fortunate at UIW that we're fully funded on the women's side, which means that uh, we have eight full scholarships and that covers everything for the, for the ladies, including uh, international health insurance books Wow. and fees so the ladies really are only responsible for their flights to and from san antonio and any spending money they want outside of that if they want to hit up the malls or the river walk you know that's on their own dime but it's a, it's a phenomenal opportunity to come here and something that um, the players shouldn't take lightly uh it's it's something that needs to be appreciated but we see that in their work every day right like if you come and you have that attitude of gratitude and you're really willing to grind and be grateful and humble um then they repay that in spades as time goes on we spoke about what you look for in recruits what is sort of something in your experience where you've been talking to a recruit and something's happened like a red flag and you're like, Oh, actually yeah. I want to back out of this recruit. Can you share any advice there or any uh, surface, any stories? Well, I think it's important for recruits to try and be as authentic as possible because you don't want to be, you don't just want to say what you think the coach wants to hear in the recruiting process right. because that limits the relationship if you get here and then you're actually somebody else and you've kind of fit this mold in the recruitment process you know then there's going to be a readjustment period when they get here so number one is be as authentic as you possibly can there's so many college tennis programs over here that you be yourself and there is a program out there that's the perfect fit for you um that's number one don't fake it don't say what you think we want to hear just be yourself and develop a genuine relationship with the coach because nine times out of ten us as coaches are probably going to be one of your most important people in your four years over here um red flags for me personally is going to be the me 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 not the we 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 what do i get if if scholarship is the first question you know that lets me know mm, are we thinking about the other things involved here so uh, just the selfish questions where it's me, my money, my equipment, my tournament schedule, those would be red flags for me. I'm looking for what does the team environment look like? What type of culture am I stepping into? How might I develop myself as a player and as a leader in the time there? So I, I kind of look for players who have put in a little bit of the work to ask questions that, that challenge me, but also get to let that let me get to know them better in the process too. You know, there's a stock standard list of questions that we can answer all the time, such as what's the dorm going to look like? What's the practice schedule? But I'd encourage recruits to think even deeper than that and ask the coach some challenging questions. You know, culture is a great one. Vision is a great one. Right. Personal philosophy. How might our personalities match? So be yourself, 
and ask good questions along the way to really develop that relationship in the recruitment process. Do you go into detail and look through their social media before you sign any athletes? That's a great question. Uh, yeah, we do. And um, each coach is going to have his or her uh, different red, yellow, green flags on social media. Yep. Um, and it is the age of social media. I mean, I want to keep my Instagram page up to date because I know that recruits are going to get on there and they're going to get to try and know me and my staff through Instagram as well, right? But it comes down to what message is your social media portraying? Are you out partying and are you all about the material life and the me, me, me? Or is it a little bit of a mix? Like here's a little tennis. Here's a little bit of my friends. Here's some family. So, I, you know, we want recruits to be themselves, but I'm looking for kind of on the socials, just major red flags would be the, uh, the partier, right? And uh, people that are posting that kind of stuff is probably not going to fit our culture here. For sure. Well, that's really good to know because I'm going around talking at a bunch of different schools as well throughout New Zealand. And the age group that I'm talking to are 14 years old to 15 years old. And yeah. these athletes, you know, when I mentioned social media and that coaches check them, Half the time, sometimes I just don't take it seriously because then I look at their social media and they'll put up photos that they shouldn't have put up. And yeah. so it's great for, for athletes to be hearing this um, about that you do take it seriously as part of the recruitment process. And, you know, just this morning, I was on a phone call with another coach and we were doing the same thing. I was interviewing this college program and I yeah. told her that two of my recruits in the past have earned scholarships by their social media. You know, they had a, a golf social media account and a soccer social media account and they posted great things. And that's what yeah. that's what sold sold them to the college programs. That's what that's why they bought into these athletes. So it's a great yeah. tool for you to use correctly. I would just yeah. keep an eye on what you post for sure. Yeah, um, it's, and you know, what when they in the recruitment process, it's us learning about them and kind of right. trying to dig in as much as possible as to what type of person are we getting. Then when they get on board, it's about how are they representing not only themselves, but the university at the same time? We want to be good role models and ambassadors for this program on campus, in the community, when they go home, right? Like if, if they go back to New Zealand in the summer, we want them to be repping UIW and everything that they do. And when pe people ask it, we want them to have a great experience. But if they get on the socials, we want the socials to reflect that they're having a good experience and, yeah. and they're developing along the way as well. I guess the athletes need to understand as well, like without being a professional, well, with the rules that are changing a little bit, you know, you are yeah. a, technically a, a brand ambassador off the university and, yeah. um, you know, the coach has given you so much scholarship money, you know, hundreds and thousands of dollars uh, to, to not just to compete, but to be a big part of their brand and to, and to be a spokesperson for them. And you need to be operating in the correct manner and doing the right things and you know like some of your athletes from your previous universities you worked with like William Hewitt when he came to New Zealand he was awesome he was wearing his Lionel Ryan shirt rocking around and pumping everyone up yeah. so it was really cool to see um so you know I'm really excited to see your program grow and develop and I cannot wait to uh, also send you some recruits and even more so come over and visit you <laughs> Yep, it's going to be good. It's going to be a fun journey here. We're building. It's going to be a person-first culture here, and we're looking for people that love tennis or hungry to be part of something bigger themselves. And, you know, I'm, I'm telling the returners as they're coming back here, like, 
whether you have one year or three years left as a returner, like you're going to be part of something kind of brand new, a new era for incarnate word women's tennis, where they're going to be part of a lot of firsts. And uh, that's, that's also something to look for in the recruiting process, right? Like what type of program are we getting into? Someone that historically wins? Are you in the middle? Are you rebuilding? Where are you at? And recruits need to ask themselves what type of program that they want to be a part of. You know, I'm looking for girls at the moment that have a fire in their belly to be legacy makers, right? Because this is the first three or four years is going to be the generations that put the program back on the map and achieve some really major milestones. But that's going to take a lot of work. That's why they got to love the tennis and love the grind. Absolutely. Nothing comes easy though, right? Absolutely. Awesome. Well, coach, thank you so much. And for those that are watching this or listening to this, um, you know, feel free to check out Incarnate Word Women's Tennis on Instagram, Facebook, check out the, the university website. It's amazing. You can see the different types of facilities there. Um, go on YouTube, go, go on Google Maps, check out the area, check out San Antonio. It's an amazing place, um, as coach said. And uh, I just want to thank you, coach, so much for your time. I really appreciate it. All right. Thank you, Amrit, my friend. I look forward to working with you more in the future. Absolutely. We'll be in touch soon. Thank you. All right. Take care. Thank you.